Harry Potter, Benjamin Franklin by Walter Isaacson, The Origin of Species by Charles Darwin, and Elon Musk by Ashley Wentz, Think Explainer by Randall Monroe, Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson. What do they all have in common? They all are books, books which we like to read. But how did these books came into existence that we now read? Well, welcome to Genesis, and today we'll talk about a short history of books. The podcast will be broken down into six parts to understand the history of books. The first part is woven spoken word and cave drawings. Books and storytelling have been long part of our human identity. Author Sari Burnell shows this is why stories are for everyone, whatever your background. Before we had books, we had stories. Storytelling was a communal act, a retelling of daily life to teach a lesson and still a warning or simply to entertain. Storytelling was a communal way of sharing joy and keeping the dark or danger at bay. This is how fairy tales began and how language and spoken word found its power. The ancient Egyptians were the first society to use pages as such. They did this by weaving together stems of papyrus plant then flattening the woven stems by pounding them flat. This created a page which when glued together become a scroll. This technique was used for hundreds of years and the Greeks and the Romans soon adopted it. They would carefully wrap the scroll around a large piece of wood so it could be stored or transported and then unwound in a very grand gesture to be read out loud. This method was used until the 8th century AD. Slightly before this time, another part of the world, parchment such as calfskin or deerskin began to be used as it was less likely to tear and there was a shortage of papyrus. The parchment would be treated in alkaline then written over in Then in around 680, beautiful hand sketched illustrations began appearing on a parchment. These colorful meticulously drawn, drawn pictures were called illuminated manuscripts and were wonderful to behold. They helped depict the story or enforce the importance of the message on the parchment. Really, this was the beginning of picture books. The first actual book written on paper is said to have been made in China. Even though we are not sure, it is said that this is the first actual book written on paper. Well, it was created using mulberries, hemp, bark and even fish to form a big pulp that could be pressed and dried to form paper. Each sheet of paper was roughly the size of a newspaper and called a leaf. As soon as the leaf was printed upon with ink by using wooden printing blocks, it was known as a folio, which is another word for leaf. Even though it is said that China had the first book made, the first ever book that we know is the Epic of Gilgamesh. Well, gradually, when individual books, which were highly precious, were formed, some of these books held highly important information or religious texts, and others told glorious, wicked, or wonderful stories. The Epic of Gilgamesh, a mythical retelling of an important political figure from history. It was the first ever book was ever written that we know of. Years later, in 1454, a German man called Johannes Gutenberg built his very own and the world's first ever printing press or movable type. This changed everything overnight as books could be printed far more easily. The first book Gutenberg printed 
and the oldest surviving mechanically printed book is the Gutenberg Bible. Following his success, printers sprang up all across Europe and the wider world. Um, and then a man named Aldous Manusius founded a printing press in Venice with the desire to create pocket-sized books that retold the great classics. His wish was for well-to-do folk to be able to pop the book into satchel and carry it with them when cycling, meaning books could be transported everywhere. And then in 1932, the first book covers appeared. In America and Britain, books which cost a penny were rewrites of gothic horror stories that soon earned themselves the nickname Penny Dreadful. However, not everyone could afford a penny per book, so groups of friends got together to split the cost and enjoy the dark gory stories together. These were the first book clubs. Also in the 19th century, aspiring publishers started printing hardback books aimed at the wealthier households. There was a lot of snobbery around the difference in books. Hardbacks were thought to be great works of fine literature and paperbacks were thought to be less intelligent or silly. Then two American brothers named Bonnie set up a publishing company which sent books out by mail order. It went through some hard times but eventually triumphed and became Random House. The Bonnie brothers were closely followed in 1935 by Penguin, a usually successful British publisher that printed clearly branded books that appealed to everyone. This was only the start of the publishing world as we know it and it blossomed even further with the invention of mainstream computers, books on tape or CD which we now know as audiobooks and the ebook or Kindle. And here we are in the conclusion. Books are a global phenomenon and like stories, they belong to everyone. No singular set of characters nor type of story has any authority over another. Just like all cultures and the histories, all stories have a place upon the bookcases of the libraries of the world. For me, holding a physical book in my hand, whether it's a hardback or a paperback, is a kind of enchantment. Though I do also love an audiobook to listen to Last Thing at Night, if you can't find a book that reflects your experience to the world, then just maybe you need to write that book. Learning about different communities and seeing ourselves represented in the pages of epic tales is magic for the soul. It teaches us resilience and compassion in many things beyond. And I thank you for listening.